Read books with sticky sweet romance and with men who jump into your pants. Welcome to Romance That with Alice and Matt. As a real life couple, we have fun with reading and reviewing romance books. Join us as we get into the mood for, for books, books that is. Welcome to Romance That with Alice and Matt. Here we are for episode three, right? Yeah. A third episode. That's right. Episode three. And this one's about the uh, uh, the romance novel we wrote. Or we wrote. I wish. Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> Josh and Hazel's Guide to Knock Dating by Christina Loren. Christina Loren. Or Lauren. Or I think Lauren. It's Lauren. I think it's Lauren. Yeah. Because it's a first name. Because it's a woman named Christina and Lauren. Christina Hobbs and, and Lauren, Lauren Billings. Yes. And they have written... As of this podcast, at least 14 New York Times bestselling novels. Their books have been translated into 30 plus languages. This book was written, it was released in September of 2018. So it's pretty contemporary. Yeah. We jumped into modern romance. Jumped into modern. And I'll tell you right now, I enjoyed this book. It was super fun. Yeah, it is super fun. They write great novels. It's been fun. It's a a fun, this is the uh, movie equivalent of a rom-com, a little bit of drama, thrown in uh, at points just to make you involved in the characters and you know, they have a choice to do the right thing to show you you know what what they're made of right exactly so my sister recommended this book to me your sister the pastor the pastor who loves romance novels uh-huh. and who introduced me to romance novels and actually introduced me to the prize she introduced me to Christina Lauren and I read I don't know five of their books in a row, just boom, 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 one right after the other. So she's recommended Josh and, ha- Josh and Hazel to you. So they have, would you say they can, this author has kind of, a, the authors have kind of an established theme in what they're going for? As far as I can tell, and I could be wrong, it's almost all rom-com. There's always some sort of like setup in some way where they have to like, live together or they have you know with Josh and Hazel what it is is they are setting they also did live together for a little bit um, at their and they're setting each other up on dates and they double date together because they're hopeless and they can't find somebody that they love yes yes so <laughs> speaking of let me read you the synopsis of the book right okay so this is how the book is marketed <clears throat> most men can't handle Hazel with the energy of a toddler and the mouth of a sailor they're often too timid to recognize her heart of gold. New York Times and number one international best-selling author Christina Lauren tells the story of two people who are definitely not dating no matter how often they end up in bed together. <laughs> yeah, it's great, right? Sounds awesome, doesn't it? It's funny. That's just <laughs> intriguing. You're like, well, they're not dating. How do they end up in bed together? Ha, 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 ha. So, Oops, I tripped in bed with you, Josh. Sorry. Let's talk about our characters, right? So let's talk about Josh. Josh I'm, but that's not his real name. He has a different name too. I can't remember it, but he has his Korean name. His Korean name. I think yeah. it's Yimin or Jimin. I don't know how Jimin, it's I don't know how to pronounce pronounced. it. Hazel was so happy to find out what it was. I think it opens with Hazel doing something ridiculous to Josh. The way the book is written, the chapters are titled Josh or Hazel, and that's the perspective that the book takes. Yeah. So, you know, chapter one is Hazel, and it's all about from Hazel's perspective, and then we switch to chapter two, where it's Josh. So the tone, the writing, and the tone is different. It starts out with a bang. I mean, you were laughing on page two. It, yeah, it's pretty funny. The language that the authors use in this 
It's funny. It's cute. It's catchy. The characters that they've come up with are somewhat realistic, you know? Yeah. I mean... I mean, these are people that recognize. Josh M. is a 27-year-old physical therapist. Yeah. You know, he's young. He's successful. He's smart. He's, he's caring. Fit. He's sincere. He's super he's cut. He's muscular. Yeah, we hear that a lot. <laughs> he's handsome. He's gorgeous. He's responsible. He's responsible. He has some... Um, pressures of his family that he has to deal with. He's a very believable character. He's in a horrible relationship with some whore. Right. <laughs> right. I think, what was her name? I don't remember. Tabby. Tabby the whore. Right. Yeah. So his foil here, his opposite is Hazel Bradford. Who's spontaneous and funny and can't keep a secret to herself. Can't keep a secret can't seem to stay in relationships. Men just can't handle how free and wild she is. She has every kind of animal known to man in her apartment. It's a lot of pets. Aliens is her favorite movie. She wears crazy clothes. Not yeah. crazy clothing, but she just wears eccentric clothes. She dresses eccentrically. And she's a third grade teacher, right? Something like that. She yeah, figured she's, out she's that, a, she, you know, her quirky, excitable, fun silly personality fits well as a teacher for little kids. She right. likes to do art projects a lot. So she's so high energy and they have her doing so many random things, right? Yeah. It just, after a while, it just reminded me, do you remember when our daughter was young and she watched My Little Pony? Yes. So this character of Hazel Bradford is like Pinkie, Pinkie Pie, Pie, but with <laughs> a bigger vibrator collection. Right. <laughs> it's true. So... She's like an animated... Pinkie Pie was my favorite. Yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's she's like a human cartoon she in a lot of ways. sort of, yeah. Which, at some points, I was wondering where the book was going with this. I was like, this this Hazel person can't be this much of a cartoon all the time. Like, something's got to give here. Well, it makes it hard for her to trust people. The point is, it becomes the reason that she has a hard time because men can't handle her, and then Josh can, and she just doesn't trust it. Because she's like, right. no, they don't. Like, I'm going to open my heart to you, and I really, actually, really, really like you, and I just don't trust that you really like me back. You're going to get tired of me at some point. Right. So they had this kind of um, voluntary, invisible wall in their relationship yes. because they liked each other. You know, they were forced to hang out by circumstance. Yeah. And uh, liked each other so much, but they were they didn't want to mess it up with a right. relationship. Oh no! Don't hurt right? the friendship. Right? By because kissing. I forget what Josh's reasons were. He just thought that he wasn't a good match. I don't know if he thought he was... I don't know if we ever really got Josh's reasons. Yeah. I don't. I think that he never really thought that Hazel liked him really in that way. And also, he had just broken up with a whore. Yes, just broken up with a whore. Right? Now, so isn't like, that he a, had to get over her. He was with her for two years. Isn't that some a trope? Like a That's a big romance book I don't, trope, I don't know. isn't it? I don't necessarily think so. Well, he's he's the man. He's he's damaged. He's hurt, or the woman. He's hurt. The that other is the other party the is one damaged, hurt, damaged or hurt. They're vulnerable, yeah. and then that leaves a space for the other person to come in and show them that they can have confidence about themselves because they're such a wonderful, lovable person, and yeah. that, that other person can just eat shit and die. And Tabby the whore didn't even get along with his parents. Right? She didn't even try. Hazel. Oh, they loved her right away. They did. They did. So the parents... And more importantly, she loved them right away. Yes. Hazel loved Josh's 
parents. Uh, that's a funny. It's funny that you bring that up because the parents do play a role in this a little bit. We have Hazel's mother. Yes. So the story. Well, we have Hazel's parents. They both are written in the book, but they appear like this. Hazel's mother is a lot like Hazel, an, an aged Hazel. Yes. Who was in a marriage where he just didn't didn't totally accept her. And he was embarrassed by her. He was embarrassed by her. And then they got divorced after Hazel went to college. Yes. And then he died. So now we can't be mad at him because he's dead. (laughs) Yes. And Hazel misses daddy sometimes. Right. Even though she's scared of getting vulnerable with people because she doesn't want to be treated like her mom was treated by her dad. And she doesn't want to end up like her mom. Like that's the whole reason her mom even shows up in these scenes. Right. Is to it's to show you oh no. It's a cautionary here's tale. Here's the bad tale of falling in love with someone who really doesn't love you and wants you to be calm and normal. This could be you, right? Right. Which which I think digs into a deeper psychological pitfall that a lot of modern women have that they don't want to end up like their mother. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to talk about what women feel, modern women feel. That's what I heard. (laughs) You can say that that's an impression that you get, but you're not 100% sure if it's true. (laughs) Wait, do we have to do this part over? Wait, did you say that's what you heard and then winked at me? Like, you heard it from somebody you know? I didn't wink at you. (laughs) Like, somebody you know? No. Nobody really wants to end like up like their mother, do they? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, heat's off me now. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, anyway, Hazel didn't want to end up like her mom. I heard that in college. One of my professors said it. Well, was your professor a man? He was an old white guy. Yeah, like he knows anything. Let's get on with our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. FYI, we're keeping this part in. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Really funny. Yeah, we'll keep it all in. We keep everything. Just in case you're still listening, we haven't lost you. We keep in everything. We never cut anything. <laughs> yeah, keep it in, Matt. What? <laughs> Definitely cutting that. No, we're not. Yes, we're we keeping are. that in. No, we're not. We're keeping it way in no. there. So deep in there. It's so deep. Anyway. Um, what book are we talking about? Right. So, Josh Josh and Hazel. Okay. So, Hazel's mom is the example of... She's like the ghost of Christmas future. Right. Right. That you could end up like this if you compromise on yourself. Right. Which Hazel doesn't want to do, even though she, you know... It's not compromise. It's falling in love with the wrong person, I think. That's my interpretation of it. It's that she didn't really compromise. She... She thought that her husband really loved her for who she was, but he loved what that story goes and what it goes with Hazel is that they love him. They love their fun excitingness, but they want him to chill out and relax sometimes. And Hazel's just incapable. And so is her mom. But the truth is, is that in the book, Hazel actually does relax sometimes and she can actually calm down sometimes. So going forward, uh, where should we go from here? Okay, well, what we do is we each say if we like the book overall and our heart rating overall, uh, one out of five hearts. Great. Okay. Okay, so I really like the book. I'm going to tell you a secret. 
almost all the books that we read are going to be ones that I really like because I'm not going to tell you to read a book that I didn't like because what? it's a waste of time. You wouldn't, what? You don't want me to read some piece of shit? <laughs> nope. Oh, that's I, so nice of you. I know. I'm thinking, I'm looking out for you, hon. <laughs> and the sad part is so far, I think that you like a lot of the books more than I do in the end. Well, this is romance novel number three. Yes. So out of the three that we've read, right, I'm going to give this one five hearts. I liked it because it was funny. It was enjoyable to read. It was easy to read, which meaning I wasn't really slugging through it at any point. Um, it had It had some hot sex parts. Which were fun. And it's more relatable, too, because it takes place in contemporary times. You know, I didn't have to imagine them in some candlelit chamber with a straw mattress. And straw on the floor. Right. And a chamber pot somewhere nearby. They did use the bathroom. And we definitely got descriptions of that happening. Yeah, yeah, yes. There was a scene where he was in the shower and she came in and peed. And I was like, yeah, I relate to that every day. (laughs) Not every day. I don't do that every day. But I didn't say relatable. anything about you, but okay. <laughs> so I give it a five. I'm going to give it a four and a half. Oh, we do have stars? I didn't know. Okay. Half hearts. But I feel like there was just a little bit lacking in passion during the sex scenes. Like they were good and they're frequent enough and they were both happy and having fun. But I've just read other sex scenes that I would compare it to. And that I liked better. Interesting. Okay. So wouldn't that bring us to our next category? It would, yes. The couple overall, Flames and Hugs. Flames is how hot and passionate it is. And Hugs is how cute and adorable they are. So for Flames, how many Flames would you give this? I'd give it like three and a half, I think. Ooh, that's that's a little cool. That's a little on the tepid side. Well, maybe four. I mean, it's good. It's good. They have a fun time. I've just read sex scenes that I like better. Sure. Sure, of course. But that Um, doesn't mean they weren't bad. They were good. You liked them. I did. But hugs, I give it five for sure, because they're so adorable, so cute, and so funny. I agree with you. For hugs, I give them a five, because they were adorbs. Totes adorbs. Totes adorbs. Couple. Really enjoyable. They were enjoyable. They generally liked each other. Josh stood up for Hazel during all the times which were important. Yes. um, Which... You know, was an important test of this man's character in the book to also compare him to some of Hazel's exes. Yeah. And Hazel stood up for Josh. She did. And also to, you know, when things don't go as planned, you know, mm-hmm. how is he going to react as a man? Mm-hmm. So. And he handled everything fine. Yeah. He handled everything in a dreamy romance novel way. Yeah. Which is great. So. Uh, Wait, people in real life don't act that way? No. They don't. <laughs> they could. You don't know. We're not. Okay. Um, backing up. So for Flames. For you. For mm-hmm. me. I want to say I want to give this a five. It might be a four. Not The only reason it's not five is because since Hazel is such a wild woman, I was expecting a little more Wild craziness, from right? From her between the sheets. Mm-hmm. But. Not to say that she was timid. I'm just saying that it wasn't a five. <laughs> it was a four. Right? Yeah. Okay. For me, I, you know, maybe it's really hot and heavy for them and they really loved their sex scene. But 
some sex scenes are written and they're drawn out and they take like 20 pages and I just get bored and tired of it. And some are like two pages like Josh and Hazel's and I'm like, that was pretty quick. <laughs> right? It's yeah. over pretty quickly. It's like real life. <laughs> Who's real life? So I've heard. So I've heard. <laughs> Other people on TV. So uh, problematic parts. Why don't you tell me what, why don't you start this part of it? Well, here's the problematic part. Josh and Hazel are set up. They have lots of fun. There's all kinds of witty banter. There's all kinds of silly scenes where, so Josh and Hazel have sex for the first time. Obviously, it says it on the back of the book that they end up in bed. And then Hazel just can't keep her mouth shut about it, even though she was determined not to tell Josh's sister, who's also her best friend, about it, right? So she has this whole, like, the moment she sees her, she's like, we had sex, (laughs) right? Right in front of Josh. It's a very embarrassing and very funny scene. And she does this a couple, several other, many other times in the book where she can't keep her mouth shut or she's very spontaneous. But then about the most important thing, like that's pretty important. But then about these other things, she actually does keep her mouth shut about how much she loves Josh for real and wants to be in a relationship with him for real. Even when Josh almost point blank asks her. And so it was just a little bit of a character issue. For me. That's true. And the way that Josh found out the secret, I felt was anticlimactic. Yeah, kind of weird. I don't think that would happen. <laughs> you know, first of all, men aren't that observant. <laughs> that was my only real bone with the book. And then um, the other thing that just kind of surprised me, which I'm not used to, although it keeps happening, and maybe the next book it won't take me by surprise, but the last chapter just cleans everything up. Right, yeah. here's the last chapter and then whoop we fast forward like five years they're married they have kids they have a perfect little life and they're so happy that everything has worked out all because Josh M took a chance on Hazel Bradford and vice versa right exactly cue Lisa Loeb soundtrack right there <laughs> um, and so I was like well they ripped that they, they wrapped that up quick and you said yeah, get used to it. See? <laughs> that's a romance novel. That's the H-A-E. It's always, that's the happily ever after. That's why I read them. If they didn't wrap them up and have them be nice and in a nice pretty little bow, then I would just stab my eyes out and hate it. Now, some H-A-E's can be happily, probably happily ever after. Seems like it's headed in that correct direction. And there are certainly romance novels out there where... Maybe there's a cliffhanger or they're still working on some things or, you know, sometimes a really bad father. You don't actually make amends with this character that you thought they might make amends with or, you know, things like that. But in general, as far as I can recall, there's never an ending that isn't wrapped up in a nice little bow. I mean, even some of the earliest romance novels... You know, think about Austin, Jane Austen. What happens at the end of that book? Her and her sister marry two essential billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. And they live in these big, wonderful houses. They're now the one percent, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's how. It, that sounds like happiness. That's how it happens. Like Ellen uh, Montgomery, who wrote the Anna Green Gables book. You know, if you read her all of her her books, she has a lot of these sweet little romances, like the Blue Castle, and. She ends up marrying a multi-billionaire at the end. You know, that's funny you say that because that really that really stakes that book in its time because that was what was important 
for women to do was marry rich. Well, it's to marry so, as the mom says in the movie, and I can't remember if she says it in the book in Pride and Prejudice, like, you have to marry so you don't starve to death. And you should marry rich so you definitely don't starve to death. You don't want to be looking over your shoulder all your life wondering if you're going to be having enough food on the table. Right. So comparatively speaking to the other books that I've read, I think that I enjoyed this one because it kind of took all that, for lack of a better term, all the imaginative work I had to do about what life was like in another time. Right. Right. It uh, That a woman had to get married in order to survive. Right. Um, it took a lot of that away and allowed or she to, had to get married because it was some plot point because land was being joined or somebody had to find a husband to take care of yeah, the land or a union to end a war right yeah and that's what marriage what i mean that's what marriage was yeah. and then like wow you actually fell in love that's a rare right right they get married and then they fall in love whereas this is like well i'm not gonna i need him to really truly love me before i like open myself up to him well that's what was great about this just is a uh, a differentiator between the other two books that we read, mm-hmm. which took place in medieval times. This it removes all of that other kind of uh, all that other antiquated social structure off the table. Yeah. And there's two people like you and me. Right. Josh is a physical therapist. He's good at it. Hazel's a teacher. She's good at it. They both have their own apartments. They both can take care of themselves. Yeah. They both have their own life. They both have their own social circles. They don't need each other. For any other reason, except, except with their powers combined, <laughs> they now have a super romance. <laughs> right, exactly. For all of time. <laughs> right. There's no alternative reason for them to be together, which is nice. Right. And so what you find is that instead of being forced to be together, they're put together in a kind of inconvenient way. Yeah. Right. Uh, Hazel's apartment floods. So she's got to have a place to live. And Josh oh. is leaving to go m- make reparations with the whore Tabby. With whore, whore. <laughs> Josh has to go make reparations with whore Tabby. <laughs> so his apartment's free. So they live together as roommates. Yeah, because oh, guess I what happens? Josh wanna... can't stay with Tabby for as long as he thought because she's a whore. And then they have to cohabitate. Didn't want to spoil it for you guys, but they cohabitate <laughs> and hijinks ensue. Yes. My favorite part is when Josh and Hazel were finally, I think they're having sex for maybe the second time, and Josh was thinking something in his head saying he couldn't believe it. He was finally had Hazel right where he wanted her, and this is just exactly what he wanted. And I don't know, something about that line, even though I haven't remembered it exactly, obviously. (laughs) I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was very cute. I also liked it when um, they told Josh's mom or when Josh told his mom that he'd broken up with that whore Tabby. It was very funny. <laughs> there were a lot <laughs> of funny things described. about this book, yeah. So I, I don't think I can pick one part that's my favorite, but I can say a couple things that I remember just about the language. Mm-hmm. And one is Josh is sitting in the back seat of a car as they're driving, and the windows are all down, and Sasha's in front of him with her long hair, and it's blowing in his face all the time for the entire car ride. And he said it was like being in a pushed in a wheelchair through a room full of cobwebs, <laughs> which I thought was a genius explanation. It was a genius bit of language. And then the other one was sometimes their, their witty interactions were funny where uh, Hazel is on the phone with Emily. Josh's and sister. Josh's sister. And her best And friend. Emily 
is like, why don't you take Josh out? He's such a sad sack. And in the background, you hear Josh say, I'm not a sad sack. You know, just <laughs> things like really that funny. are cute. Yeah, so I enjoyed cute. the kind of tone that this book presented. Yeah. It, I don't feel like at any point it really lost its tone. I will mm-hmm. say that there was a point where I was wondering, where is this going? Because after they went on like seven blind dates, I was like, enough. Mm-hmm. I only need, like, I don't think we heard about every one of them. Which was right. smart, mm-hmm. but I think we could have had one less blind date, maybe. Wasn't there one with some water? It doesn't matter. They, oh, yeah, they did. That was the first time Yeah, that they had sex. They got drunk, which was surprising. Right? Were you I expecting was, that to happen? I kind well, Cause they'd I was been always so expecting before. it. Was, they'd been so good about not dropping that invisible wall. And then all of a sudden, Josh is like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, I'm drunk. <laughs> You're drunk. Let's do what drunk people do. I was a little surprised that they went there with that. But again, it was also realistic with, you know, two adults. So is there anything else you want to talk about with the book? I would say I would definitely recommend this author, Christina Lauren, or authors. (laughs) But I would definitely recommend uh, Christina Lauren. It's a fun read. It's a light read. And also, I'll say that there is a lot of... Uh, qualities about Josh and Hazel's relationship that reminded me of us. Really? Yes. And why? Because you're put together, and I like to have fun, and I used to work with kids. Okay. You, you like to have fun too, man. Oh, okay, okay. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm glad that you said that. <laughs> um, no, it just reminded me of. Uh, there were some parts of it that reminded me of our relationship. And it just kind of reminded me not to be so uptight about things sometimes. Yeah. Bonus to you for picking out a book <laughs> that helps me not be so uptight about things. Well, and it reminded me in my old age compared to Hazel. Uh, that I'm uptight? No. And after having a child and, you know, I have a chronic illness and, you know, the grindstone of life that... Like, I actually do like to have fun, and don't forget to do that, because it is, life is more fun when you're having fun. True words were never spoken, folks. <laughs> and that is the moral of the story. It is. Right? Romance that. With Alice and Matt. If you're sad, depressed, gloomy, you want to get a little excitement in your life, we'll stick some romance in that. Exactly. <laughs> Until next time, folks. Um, it's been great, right? Are we done? Yeah. All right, we're moving Until on. Next time. We'll be back with our next episode. Another contemporary. Oh, is it? Yeah. Awesome. And then on to Regency. Oh, Regency. Oh, my faves. No. Uh, is it? No. You don't know. It's your faves. Uh, y- maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like historical. I like medieval too, man. Man? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Morris. <laughs> it's like Otto the bus driver. <laughs> I like medieval too, man. <laughs> It's cool, man. Bye, everybody. (laughs) I love Metallica, too, man. (laughs)